We're back, hey. Muff. What's up, Muff? What's Hello, up, Muff? What's up, Muff? What's up, podcast world listeners? What's going on? Muff, how long has it been since I seen you? It's been a couple weeks now since I last recorded. It's been a minute. About two weeks? Two weeks. Two and a half, two, two weeks? Something like that. I don't uh, know. Hey, so listen, if you didn't catch our um, first episode, it was our um, our version initiation. We lost our virginities as podcasters we are officially podcasters so this is episode two and we welcome you and welcome you back boom we need those boom oh that'll be lit yeah you know what i mean i mean muff what's on the agenda today i was shooting my gun still (laughs) okay do it what kind of gun is that that was I don't know yet. The 007 uh Ruger oh, yeah. special. <laughs> the the I gold the golden. I don't even think that was a Ruger. <laughs> that was like a twenty two. Look. <laughs> like on a like on a was that Harlem night? Yeah. You shot my <laughs> pinky toe. No, that stop shooting that goddamn gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Buff, what's gun. up? What's on the agenda, man? Okay, so today. Well, when we left our last podcast, I had a lot on my mind. I know we were just talking about what happened during quarantine or whatever. But um, when we left, we had talked outside for a minute. It was just kicking it. Like, I've got a lot of stuff going on. We both, like, challenging ourselves in different areas. But what's really the outlook or how are we getting to these these goals that we're setting? Like, mm-hmm. what's making us think the way that we're thinking why are, why is our mindset that way so my biggest thing is like what's influencing us i had to take a break and i was just like i need a break from social media it's too many things going on and it's putting me in the mindset that i'm not where i need to be or it's putting um, limitations on what i should be doing or expectations not limitations expectations of what i was thinking about it could be limitations too though yeah limitation expectations of how life should be or where i should be at the moment so instead of making that my reality i was like i just need a break because i don't know what's really causing my drive like what's the real influence so today that's what i really want to talk about influences influence influence and what influences you and and why and the impacts yeah yeah like the impact the outcomes of it or um is it society? Is it social media? Is it my beliefs? Is it how I was raised? Is it where I want to be? Is it the expectation of what the world says? Like, what's really influencing me to be muff? What What is it? So let me ask you this then. What do you think the biggest influence now, period, is? Do you think social media is the biggest influencer? Yeah. Honestly, it's it's driving the direction of everything. And it's not just social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or all of those. But it's the media. It's um, marketing. It's the different campaigns that are going on right now. It's all based on how they're trying to influence us or the direction of what we're trying to do or what they want us to do or believe. Yeah. But I, I really want to know what you got to say. As far as my influences? No. What do you got to say? My, uh, so, listen, if if you follow me. On my personal platforms, and if you follow us on our um, IG Instagram uh, page, I do this. Um, gotta say it, right? So, gotta say it is just me. Whatever topic we we talk about, or we bring up, or whatever's going on in the world, I just give my take on it, or we give our take on it. It's a gotta say it. I just gotta say my piece. So, I was struggling with this topic, muff, with a gotta say it for influences. I think the best I come up with. And the best I came up with is this. So my God has said today is just do the research on on the things that influence you. Because I think sometimes we can be influenced by things and people 
and we don't even know the the backdrop of of what they did to get what they have or what they went through or sometimes people not they they aren't even transparent with us and us and we and we can see a picture of relationships and be like bay goes and you'd be like okay but he slapped her a lot when they go home and they got 13 domestic violent cases you know what i mean like so i guess my guy to say is just do the research on what influences you that's super dope i mean i wanted to add something to that like later on in the podcast because that's that's so big it's like we're so one-sided and people um people give us a perspective of what they want you to see so it's always going to be that one side and um I don't know. We we listen to a lot of different preachers and pastors. Um, well, I know we do. And it's a specific one, Stephen Furtick. Um, I know you guys may have heard of him or if you may not, check him out on YouTube, um, Transformation Church. Like, they're super what dope. What was the name? Transformation Church. And the guy? Stephen Furtick. I might have. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I actually sent you the video. So that guy oh, that, that you guy, watched. That's, yeah. that's his name. Okay, I never uh-huh. knew his name. Yeah, so he what he said up. was, I just want to give you all one of his quotes that he said the other day. And it, well, on that particular episode and it's called the sermon title was you're doing better than what you think you are and the quote was you know why you think people's lives are better than yours because you only see the part that they show you yeah so that's a lot of influence these days is we see that one side of what something looks like their body looks nice yeah you don't know if they work for it or if they had surgery yeah. to get it. And it's giving you this influence of, I got to drive this hard to get to this. I got to save this amount of money so I can get this surgery. Yeah. I got to do this to get this or do this. On the aspect of, you just want to look like somebody But then you else. don't even know if it's going to work for you. Or what you gonna, or what it's going to do to yeah. your body. You don't think of the mental side of it that goes along with it. Or are you just chasing a look for what? Yeah. What's the benefit on the other side of it? So I'm going to read this. And then I'm going to, because it, it just kind of went hand in hand with the quote. So. No, we posted on on Facebook, oh. um, and so Kirsten Waller. She wrote, this was her response to the the question was does the does the majority influence you or are you influenced by things that are on your goals list? What influences you and why? This is what she said, which I thought was dope. Mm-hmm. She said influenced by things on my goal list primarily. However, there are some things that people do that influence me. Here's where I think was a, a good point. I think it's inevitable to have a certain level of influence around you, but you should not allow that to be your only motivating factor. The right influence can be healthy, which I agree with, right? Mm-hmm. So here's my response to that. Or not even a response, just a, a piggyback. I think social media has or has the ability to take away our own opinion. Here's where it comes in, what you said. Like we just go with the majority of what people say, think, or do the, to the point where we are bullied into being influenced simply because we don't want to be an outcast literally so we we just influenced by what everybody's doing or wearing or what they're saying and because we don't want to think for ourselves we just like i'm gonna roll with it and it's just like i think you should be influenced by something and it should motivate you to either want to do that or do your own thing not be a copycat based off influence because it's not an influence then yeah, but that's the basis of what influence is. Yeah. It's to drive okay, you, got you got to, you. <laughs> that's the whole purpose. Like, yeah. it's to drive you to change your mindset. So I do something or people do things for you to change your mindset yeah. of this is your expectation now. Yeah. I'm going to say that this is the standard. Now you need to meet it. And they do it so smoothly or finesseful that it doesn't look like they're they're telling you to do this. Yeah. It's just like, this is what I'm doing. Why not? Yeah. 
And then once the trend starts setting, then our whole mindset flips. Yeah. And it's so dangerous if you put your trust in the wrong aspect of influence. Because on my end, of course, I want to lose weight. But if I keep looking at an image of a body shape that's never going to fit my my body shape, exactly. I'm striving for something that may never happen. And yeah. because of that, the mental side of it is I'm depressed because I lost 20 pounds and I still don't look like this. So now what is the next extreme measure that I need to take? So I need to have surgery now to look like this. So now that I had surgery and I still don't look like that, it's always a revolving door of wanting something or yeah. chasing something that was never meant for me. And never satisfied, though. It never satisfied. So I'm it's not never sure. Gonna, Excuse me, I'm not sure if they go hand in hand, but I use influence as motivation. You know what I mean? Like, if, if I, like, I, I started my a cleaning business, right? Right. But people around me that had other incomes of money influenced me to do that. Like, I need something bigger and better. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. was motivation in the same sense. Like, find you something you're good at. They didn't influence me to do what they were doing, and then I'm not good at it. I ain't finna start cutting hair because five people around me cut hair, and I never wanted That's like... This is a good point. A lot of people are influenced of going to school just because people just go to school, go to school, and then now you wasted money, you in debt, you done flunked out, you done fail. So, but I just, see what you're saying though. It's like um, I you can use it to push you to find you in that, yeah. and I think that sometimes we miss that. Yeah. So the influence is just for you to reflect on yourself to find your motivation. own self, the motivation yeah. for you in yeah. your area. It's not necessarily. Oh, I want to do exactly what they're doing because I looked at something like, you know, our sister, she can do everything. And I'm like, I can't do no hair. That's not my ministry. That's not something that I can touch. But every woman can do something to some hair. She can sell some bottles. She can color. She can dye. She can do all this. But if I even attempted to do that, that's not my lane. Yeah, exactly. So don't jump on that bandwagon of doing hair, but invest time in myself to find really what's my passion or what I'm good at. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think, in, like, I, yeah, yeah. So the influence and motivation go hand in hand. But like what Kirsten said, it's it's kind of you. It's inevitable to to have a a certain level or standard of influence around you, because in being influenced is good and it can be healthy. You could be influenced by somebody and tap into something that you never even knew you had, and like, damn, they influenced me to do or be this. So. It's just got to find balance. And like I said, do the research, man. Because some people are influencers, but they're pump faking. They're only influencing people because it's because they have a following. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I'm going to put a persona on and people follow me and they listen to what I say. So, I'm going to just keep them. If that makes sense to you. I think that with influence, too, you have to have some kind of foundation because yeah. you can get lost in it. Yeah. You can get lost in not knowing who you are anymore to become something else. And I, if I can be as transparent as possible, when I was married before previously, I'm mm. divorced now, but when I was married, I took the influence of who I was with and my lifestyle started changing to what theirs was versus mine. So because I lost my own foundation of who I was and embedded it into somebody else, my beliefs start to pick up to what their beliefs were. And not um, beliefs as in religion because we only serve one God. But yeah my views on things start to become what their views were. And if you're not solid in who you are and you start picking up on this other thing, yeah. you're going to be lost at the end of it. Easily too. Easily. Easily. And so, it just starts simple. W- you want w- orange juice or apple juice? I prefer orange juice. And yeah. now you drinking orange juice and you always rock with apple juice. But it goes into that, like I said, being bullied to mm-hmm. just follow, you know, cause you don't want to be, well, I don't want to be the only one drinking apple juice. 
And then two, we only got five dollars. So if I'm gonna spend the three dollars on the orange juice, why add another? It's two dollars for that. Then we gonna be broke. Yeah. So I might as well just start drinking what they drink. Yeah. But then like, I think I mentioned to you before too, though, like you said, with like you used the example of the whole weight thing. Like you got to be careful of what you watch and who you watch, because some people not even they're not even they don't even have goals for themselves. So you're watching a body that you want when. They don't even work out. They're just their natural. They're just walking around looking like that. So they don't even know what they look like. Yeah. And your chase is something that doesn't matter to them. So you got to be careful with that too, though. But that's the thing why they posting it. Because they know you're going to try to come after it. Yeah, and that's no when sponsorships start rolling in. Yeah. Like, you always had this body. Like, the people with the tea. You know some of those celebrities, they never drink that weight loss tea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> never dropped. The, the whole pump faking thing. <laughs> yeah. But they know that, hey, my face is going to sell. And if mm-hmm. I do it. You want me? You want me to? So, would you say that influences and stereotypes go together? Yeah. How yeah. so? And I think it's more of driving the market. Let's just say, of for us being African Americans, mm-hmm. if I sell a certain type of liquor, BLM by the way, BLM. <laughs> if I serve or, or no, if I um, drink a certain type of liquor, and this is just a random example, and just like. Each celebrity now has their own type of liquor. I don't even like Jack Daniels or I don't even like a dark liquor. But because I see that. You don't really mean that about Jack Daniels, do you? I don't. Jack who? Say no. <laughs> <laughs> who are you? Carry but on. I'm just saying, like, if I see somebody else like, well, maybe I'll try it. Gotcha. But they know that that's something in our community. Because I see this person, this African-American that's promoted, that's famous, that like it. And he pushing it and. Everyone's starting to pick up this certain type of bottle. Now I'm like, oh, I need to try this because this is what my people drink. Yeah. Instead of being the the weird one that just, oh, can I have a margarita? And now you stereotype people who don't who don't have the, the, the yeah. Jack Daniels in their hand. Like <laughs> you don't even know. Like what you drinking? What? Yeah. That's how that whole sorry sidebar. That's how that whole anejo thing came into play. Oh my! But it's been around forever. It's been around forever. Anejo has always Stimula been. Stimulus <laughs> got y'all acting real different. I drink Tito's. A heifer told me I drink cheap liquor. Why? Because my pint twenty, my 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 pint is like twelve dollars, <laughs> and my my fifth is like twenty one dollars, and I be just as drunk as you. <laughs> I be just and more room in my bottle. I got way more left than you. <laughs> I got three people on my body, but that's a good point, though. But that's that's exactly how it goes. It's same it's way. Not even Been around forever. Okay. Now everybody and their granddaddy. My three year old wear them drawers. <laughs> Me either. But I did the research. They've been around forever. Forever. Sports though. Sports. It's the right thing that picks it up to carry it on. So my Look question you. to that you. Is, that is so. Profound. So my question to you is: Are you an influencer? Or an influency, and at and at what point do you know the difference? Now that's that's the part I have a trouble with answering. The second part, I think that I think by unconsciously I can be an influencer, not even knowing this. Um, and this is just a, a humble statement. I'm a pretty solid, dope dude, though. You know what I'm saying? I, sometimes, I, yeah, sometimes <coughs> I agree. You're right. Um, I, I can give dope advice. I can be encouraging. I can, you know what I mean? I can, I can post, I'm an ex-boxer, so I can post workouts and, and yeah. people, I influence people and motivate them. Um, but is that your intention? Uh, not all the time. Mm-hmm. Not all the time. Because, and that goes back to the point of like just doing something, not knowing that you're influencing people. And then once you notice it, it's like, 
what you gonna do with it? Are you gonna do authentic? Are you gonna do it for real and mean it? <laughs> Genuinely? <laughs> Did your list just get you? Yeah, I, that word just tripped me up. Oh, uh, what? That word, just, you know, the, the A word. Um, but then sometimes I can be influenced too, though. And it ain't always for the good, though. So, I, I, I can get wrapped up in that, looking at something and chasing, dang, how he got that and I don't know. Why they, what I gotta do? Okay, so transparent moment, and it's only because I know you. And certain lanes, you try to fit in, right? Yeah, definitely. Oh, here's a weird fit in, right? So I used to, I used to, I admire pastors, preachers, any guy in leadership, any man in leadership, especially in the church. Right. So I was buying suits for a season and trying to fit in and look the part. He was fine, though. You know what I'm saying? Man, these dudes had tailored suits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got suits that's hand-me-downs. They fit. But not knowing you're supposed to, you know, get it tailored, get it to fit you and a certain styles and colors go. But that wasn't my lane. It's like, be you. And little did I know, people admired the side of me. Like, the authentic, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm from the hood. I'm not a hood guy, but I'm from the hood. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little rough around the edges. People admired that. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I definitely tried to fit in before. And it makes you look goofy sometimes. Yeah, because I think, too, like, if we go back to the perspective perspective of who god made us to be if we're all this is my thing with influence if you're all if we're all called to be peculiar people that means that we're, we're to set apart that means that all of us aren't going to look alike that means even in our christian walk everyone's not going to look the same right but when you try to um put us all on one page to look exactly alike and set that as the standard we lose our influence yeah. we lose our power to share the gospel we lose our power at some point because you look no different than the next tell me why or you lose your testimony because you try to fit into somebody yeah. else's testimony you look goofy in the end though goofy goofy, goofy because now you're missing a whole following of people yep. that you were supposed to lead back to god because you're jacked up on i want to i want to have a nice suit too and it's not about the suit it's about b pulling up to be b yeah the inner part but then in the midst of that to put a suit on to look nice if you if you want to know the difference of when to dress up yeah because I did, in that season, I did learn, like, you can dress different. And you get you get approached different, too. People treat you different. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So, that, I was like that in school, too, though. Trying to, you know, trying to fit in, sag my pants. I'm 5'5". Five five. You know what sagging pants look like on me? A dirty diaper? I don't know. It looks stupid. <laughs> but, yeah, maybe a dirty diaper. It looks stupid, <laughs> Gotta though. be a dirty diaper. Yeah, I agree. And um, it was something like a few, well, last year sometime, I posted a picture on Instagram. No, not on Instagram, on Snapchat. And with my whole movement of blue light, um, blue moments and blue hearts, I did pick up a new identity. I identified who I was. So it's not a new identified identity. I birthed who I really was. Or it came into fruition. And somebody had sent me a message, like, once I posted the picture, like, um, I was trying to find a message, but I thought I saved it, but maybe I didn't. But it just said, like, you're a whole mood. I don't know if you noticed or not. And I was like, thanks, but okay. Like, I'm not, that's not my, that's not my motive of posting the picture. That's not why I dress the way I do or the way I, I look the way I look. It's not for anybody else. It's for myself. But when you think that's good too, though? I, right. But in my mindset, I didn't notice. Yeah. I didn't notice what I was doing. Gotcha. I didn't notice that I was having that type of effect on people for someone to mention it to me. And when she mentioned it, I was just like, 
oh, okay. Like, it kind of made me rethink something, like rethink myself because you, everybody know, well, not everybody, but y'all know how my mom is, and she's real like, you got to be like this, and you I can't think put you're everything a sweetheart on. if you're listening to this. You hear me? <laughs> I think you are a sweetheart. You can't just put everything out there for everybody to see, and if you do, you got to be accountable for it. And her, her always last thing is, how is that leading them back to Jesus? Like, how is that getting somebody to the cross? And her comment was real, but what somebody said was that they seen me beyond what I look like. That my influence was deeper than what I had on or gotcha. how my hair looked. Gotcha. It was what I showed and displayed as being human, as being identified, as being authentic. Transparent. It was me. Like they seen beyond that. Yeah. So my aspect of influence is you or when I ask you, are you an influencer or influencee? We're all influencers, yeah. even if we don't want to be. Like when I went blue hair. I didn't know that that was a whole... I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I thought it was just hair that was blue. Okay, I think this is a good point for me to say this. Um, ladies, it's okay to be influenced by the color your friend got in her head, but just don't up and do it because you know she look good in it. You probably won't. Okay, carry on. Okay, um, so no. I finally found that um, mm. the comment too. Stop wearing these uh, wrestling things oh, with the slip size on. All right, carry on. <laughs> so the message said... <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. So the the message said they just um commented on my Snapchat and it said you're a mood. And I said, I said, is it that obvious? And you know, I'm just joking around. She said, listen, if no one else can see it or has told you a whole mood, listen, you are amazing and it has nothing to do with your hair. You are one of the kindest souls I know. You make the people around you feel loved, and there is no reason why you shouldn't know you're a whole mood. When I told you I was glad you become a, a part of my life, I meant it. And, well, that last line wasn't needed. And I um, just put my whole purpose in life is just to share the love of God by supporting and loving people through the blue and reminding them of their value. So even that little message to me, it meant so much because I'm like, I didn't know people was looking at me. And so, I know that sounds stupid, but I had no, that's no a real idea. Thing. But so, so would you say this, though? Because that's a real thing. So would you say that it's important to, and I hope this makes sense, man, to find your niche of how you influence people. You get what I'm saying? Like it's I th- I think it's important to know what you're good at. So it's like if I influence people to to be bold and speak out more, you know what I'm saying? Because I do that because I speak I need to stay in that lane and, and continue to speak out and start posting about, you know what I'm saying, being bold and speaking out so that people can hey, you influence me to do that, man. You motivate me to do that, so keep doing it as opposed to saying Oh, I influenced you because I had, I had that on. All right. Oh, so I influenced you because I did that. So now you just doing stuff to get a following. Yeah. So I think it. I hope that makes sense. I think it's just important to find your lane of what and how you influence people, and motivate people, and stay in that lane. Right. For sure. Which which I think that is your lane though. Like the whole, you know, your 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 whole blue moments and your um blue hearts blue hearts moments. The name changes every day, Muffy. Well, it's always Blue Hearts, but our my um, segment on our podcast is Blue Moments. Fair enough. Got to um, educate them sometimes. I know. It's okay. I don't know if it'd be the Tito's or whatever. But <laughs> I, I think that's your lane, though, of you have a sense of, of boldness, of uh, um, a uncanny delivery sometimes, which 
which is motivational and, 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 and influential. That's the word. Nigga been come reading. I've been on. reading. Eating my tricks and reading the back of it. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> tricks are I can't breathe. <laughs> so, but I, I I just think that's important to find a, a find what's good and what you're good at. So I got a question though. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it's influenced based off jealousy or desire? Both. How so? I know the answer to that just for the sake of talking <laughs> and running this yeah. this hour up. Yeah, but so I say both because what you want pushes you sometimes. It either is going to push you or it's going to have you sitting back lusting or looking for and through somebody else. Gotcha. So then sometimes too, and I have a, I'm guilty of this. I see what I want. And if somebody has it and I work just as harder or from my perspective, I know that my work capacity on one side, I should have it too. Yeah. It ain't no reason why I shouldn't have what I want. And yeah. if they can get it, why can't I? I feel like that too. I need to talk to the Lord about that though. Cause I, it'd be people that got stuff that I, I feel I, de- I deserve or I desire. And I'd be like, they ain't doing half of what I'm doing. Why not me? But and then that goes back That's to jealousy, what what Steve Furtick said. Oh, what Pastor Steve Furtick said, and it was it was literally you only see that yeah, perspective gotcha. of it, yeah. and we're only looking at that one side of it because we had that conversation too. Me, you, and Shay the other day through text message about I seen they got this, and I'm like, how they do this? Yeah, and and it wasn't that you were really. You were jealous, but it was the extent of I know what I'm doing on my end, and I yeah. want something more too. Yeah. So it 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 should push you to get what you want, but not based on what somebody else have. Are you talking about the whole car situation? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not based on what other people have, and I'm I'm so guilty of that. I'm so guilty of that because through my eyes, I can look at somebody like, dang, that that really looks nice, or that I see how they got that, or see this, and I'm still behind here, and um. What you told me last week meant so much. And it was like, you have to give yourself credit for where you are now because you, you, sorry, you got to look back to where you were before. I said that. You, I said it again. What I said, <laughs> I didn't hear you. Say it again. I got to put my hair on. Oh. I'll be saying some influential stuff. I've been reading. Say it again, man. <laughs> you have to give yourself credit for where you are now by looking so back profound. by where you were before. Yeah, no, that's, that's and, real. And like you said, um, with my weight loss, and this is just an example, keep pictures. You have to remind yourself. Sometimes you have to look back and remember, like, yeah. A few months ago, you wasn't here to hear. And it doesn't, you can't see it until you take a step back and look at yourself. And that's what I was saying about taking a break from social media. I have so many influence, everything saying you need this, you got to have this, you need this, you need this, you need to change this and this. And like during quarantine, that whole, if you haven't started a business through this or came up with another grind. Shout out, I have. Boom. You ain't doing nothing. Okay, but I want to pop his balloon, whatever he just blew up, because what works for you don't work for no, me. No, no doubt, no doubt. And that, and that, no that's the problem with the what what you allow to influence you. And if you're not grounded enough, you get lost in that. Like yeah. I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. And then you go pick up four other jobs, or you try to make something happen, and you make money for a week, and you miserable because it, I'm I'm. I'm trying to make something happen, but you have to give yourself credit for where you are now and you have to kill the noise. Yeah. And sometimes everything around you is just noise and you never identify what you're supposed to be doing yeah. or why you're where you are. And instead of why you are where you are. It's okay. I, I somebody uh, learned me how to spoke too. It's, I I'm still know. learning how to spoke and Jane corrected I, us I've yet. So I think we're good. Where you are. Okay. 
So, yeah. Shay is our English teacher. Yeah. She's our photographer. She's our social media help. She's a part of this crew. She She's everything. Yeah, the, learn the, me how to the, spoke. The, the whole joke, Don, is that when somebody says something dumb, you be like, who learned you how to spoke? Yeah, you don't like, know how to talk. You, it's so all it's out of context. Yeah, Your verb exactly. is before the adverb or per. Yeah, whatever. But it goes back. It, but it, it, I do remember saying that it goes back because what I said that you have to you have to stop and give yourself credit for what you're doing. But then at the same time, and I just want to use the transparency of what you about the weight loss. Yeah. Don't don't keep chasing it. Like I want to lose this. I want to like hold on. You done lost. You might look like a crackhead in a minute. Give yourself credit for where you've come, and be happy with that though. You got to find and this is the you is not you. It's just people. Yeah, period. Yeah. What's the post? Stop judging your journey based off the journey of others. Yeah, I say that when she posted. Y'all are all y'all are not the same. Trust say that your again. process. Read it again. Okay. This is a post I'm reading that Shay just shared. Stop judging your journey based off the journey of others. Y'all are not the same. Trust your process. No, that's dope though. You do. But it goes back to what you said though, Muff. You gotta find yourself in your process. You gotta find out what your goal is. A lot of us don't set goals for ourselves. And I ain't talking about five years, ten years ago. I'm talking about I want to be better tomorrow. I want to not eat this crap tomorrow. We just be like, damn, we losing weight. I want to buy that little uh, waist train. Ladies, ladies. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, God. Putting a waist trainer on and walking around the gas station with your slide-ons and the wrestler suit. Oh, no. Or your 12-hour oh, no. shift oh, no. as a nurse I'm at sorry, the hospital is not going to guarantee you a waste or losing weight for that matter. In this case, you do need to be influenced by a person that actually works out. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. Woo. I had a moment. I had, woo. Woo. You can't. I just got to say it. You can't just I be can't. walking around with a waist trainer on I top of myself. Woo. Oh. Trying to snap back my waist. <sighs> That just reminded me, sidebar, but I was watching, catching up on, um, what is I it, Hollywood, Real Life of, Ho- what is the um, name of the show? Real no, not Housewives, the one with Ray J and them. Kevin Hart, the real husband? The, uh, uh, no, real husband no, no. Oh my gosh. Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Boom, love it. Boom. She got it. See, got I don't it. even Bye watch God, this. Oh <laughs> I don't even Bye watch God. this stuff, but I had, I just, I watched the whole three seasons or whatever, and that last season, um... Whoever he was, he gave his mother-in-law a waist trainer because she asked for them to pay for her weight loss surgery. And um, <laughs> they was like, you never give a woman a waist trainer. You just basically caught her fat. And his response was, she asked us to pay for her lipo. She already knew she was fat. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I get it, though. Like, you put it out there. That you want to change something, you want something different, but yeah. you don't like the method that is given, yeah, and that's no that's how influence works. Though, like I want this, I want this, and if you are to attain this, the world is saying this is how you're gonna get there, and that doesn't that's not necessarily how it works. So this week I did ask you to watch a movie, yes, and it was called The Joneses, and it's yes. an older movie, and I know most of you may have seen it. If not, it, the whole movie's on YouTube. I did not finish it, but I did watch. Half it's of called it. The Joneses. Um, Say it again. Yes, the DA was in our, our, our group. Okay. Well, Shay missed it. I don't know. It, I probably you, you was. I just have. picked the first one that said president. On one of our text messages. Yeah, you might have sent it to me just. I have to resend it. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, So it was the Joneses. And the Joneses is basically about a family that moves into a new community. In the community, they are um 
trying to fit in. They're trying to not fit in. They're trying to set a new standard for how people live. But what you don't know or what you figure out in the movie is that they're not a real family. They're a family that was hired or they're actors that are hired to live in this community to drive the market of sales in different with different things. If it's golf clubs, if it's hair products, if it's this and that, it's really for them to show a lavish life, how they're the best family and to cause people around them and cause people around them to actually drive in to um, buy these products or these different things. So the movie I felt is reality. Only difference is, or the reality is that we do that or people do that on a daily there may not be paid to do it or some are paid to do it, but they're set to be in um, a certain atmosphere to show a level of lifestyle that looks good. But by the end of the movie, the guy, he had influenced his, the neighbor to buy all this stuff he couldn't afford. And he, every time he got something new, he would get, he, the neighbor would try to buy it. He bought a new car. Then he got a new car and he was like, he couldn't keep up with him. So by the end of the movie, the man had racked up so much debt, and was scared to tell his wife he committed suicide. So what? Oh, I got friends watching this movie. What level of influence yeah. are people having on your life that it can drive you to death? It can drive you to bankrupt your own self just to ha- so you have a standard of certain things, or just so it looks like I have all these things, or I have just what you have when you can't afford it. Shout out to Mac Miller. Oh, I love we Mac Miller. We can get a lot of money, buy a lot of things, just to feel a lot of ugly. That's the dopest line. I think dopest. that's the dopest line ever. To, to the point of that movie that we we get all this stuff, things, whether there's money and buying material stuff, and vanity. We're vanity, empty. vanity. It's empty. It's never enough. Yeah. It's That's never it, enough. It, it'll never be enough. Because Gucci going to keep coming out with stuff. Prada going to keep... Uh, shout out to Prada. I'm going to order some of those. Uh, Prada going to keep coming out with stuff. You know what I mean? Ethical going to keep coming... It'll never be. I think that's yeah. That's sad. I gotta finish watching that movie. I'm glad. Yeah, you you. I watch half of it. Well, not that you really do, but it just really made me think of our topic for this week, and it's we we go off of that. Like I want certain things, and talking to um, Lance the other day, or not the other day, but period. I want a MacBook, and I just like I I need a computer or whatever. He's like, why? Cause I need one. Like I need a laptop or whatever. He's like, okay, well I can get you one from Walmart for $200. I said, but it's not a MacBook. And he like, well, what makes you need a MacBook? I'm guilty of that. Though. What's the di- But that's the thing. That's exactly I'm what influence that. is. I'm guilty of that. I bought one cash. 1738 cents. Let me browse it. Cash. <laughs> I bought it. Check how ironic this is, Don. I bought it. Cause I was in school at Specs Howard. Cause I wanted to be, do my own podcast right here i am paying someone for the <laughs> stuff that i pay cash for you, you understand how that's crazy because i thought because it's a macbook to your point it's the biggest and the baddest in the which it is it shout is, out to it Apple. is it is, it is. It is. It i didn't is, have to go that i ain't even using it for what i bought it for oh yeah guys stop beating on the time but to your point i was influenced to buy because that's what everybody had. I'm at work and I'm walking on lunch break. 85% of people on the computer got Macs. Mm-hmm. I want to look like that when I'm on my computer and bust it open. Not just little Dale. Shout out to Dale. Shout um, out. Yeah. So that's the world we live in though. But then it's like he has to put me back in perspective. You can spend. Or he was like, I can buy that. I can get that. It's not a problem to buy it. 
but what are you going to use it for? Yep. So where's your value at? Yep. It's the value in I'm fitting in. I got one everybody else do. Or if I do have it and they don't, now they need to have what I have yep. because now like I like like you was the first. Ain't that crazy? You could buy a MacBook today, right? And now you like now you're you're frowning upon people that don't have one. And it took you 19 years to get okay. one. Okay. Uh, like, okay. who are you? That's like, I used to cheat on the paper, but like, what's the answer? And then I act like I'm the one that came up with the answer, so I ain't want to share the answer. <laughs> I just wanted to share a transparent moment. <laughs> the influences can be dangerous sometimes. I was influenced by the smart person in the class to cheat off their paper, though. But, and what, but speaking on that, what ma- you had a question. What makes a person trustworthy enough to influence you? Ooh. When you check when you check the background of the influencer, so they have the receipts. Yeah, need some receipts. Yep. because if if just because we used this already, if if my goal is to to lose weight and to work out, hey, shout out to Lance. Is it <laughs> Keller or Kellerman? I got a that's my dude, man. He one of my trainers. But my point is that I always go to him for training because. Not only does he look the part physically, I know he researches in books. He's not just about to write a meal plan out and tell me, well, this worked based off what I, I Googled in YouTube. He read the books. He took time to write the workout. I checked his background. I know that he, he cares about what he's doing. So it's easy for him to influence me. He can call me right now and be like, bro, stop eating bacon for the rest of your life. All right, cool. I'm not even going to check why. I'm just going to be like, okay, because I trust bacon. because I trust him. And his work ethic. Right. So I, I think it's the work ethic. And when you check the background of the person is my whole point of saying all of that. Then that makes a person trustworthy enough for me to be like, I'm influenced without questions, bro. But that's like, you know, <laughs> when people are like, I can't take a, I can't take weight loss advice from a fat person. Yeah. And I whispered it because <laughs> that's what people say. Yeah. And you sneaking to say it, but it's like. Yeah. You have a whole platform or like when people post certain things on on social media, like, and if it was me, it was this. And it's like, but it is you and yeah. you don't do that. So how can I trust what you're saying or how can I find value in it when your lifestyle don't reflect it? Yeah. And it's like we do that with celebrities. We do that. We trust that with our careers, with different companies. We trust them to do um, or whatever they whatever their structure is. We trust in that. Without accountability. Without accountability or without the, the results for it. Yeah. So if that's the case, what about with your friends? What influence does your friends have over you? Or not even friends. Fam- let's be real. Family. The worst. Sometimes. But I, I just think I just think it's important. That's why I think it's important to have a list too, though. So you can weed out those people and be like, I rock with you, bro. But you don't, you don't influence and motivate me to do nothing better. Or to be nothing better. I was literally, and I um, shout out to Baby D, um, my cousin. We had a talk. I had started my my cleaning business, and he wanted to start his business. And you know, and I kind of you know influence and motivate him to pick it back up. But then, like I was, what? I'm tripping. Um, but like like I used the analogy with him. Like what influenced me to start my business was, it's like basketball. I was sitting at a round table with a bunch of people who got different incomes and businesses and ideas and to me that's like a championship ring right but mm-hmm. i'm at the table and i'm talking about yeah i've been to the playoffs 14 times <laughs> and, I, and i don't have a ring though so when yeah. they talk about rings i got to get up from the table because i don't got a ring but on the defense to that 
even in your shortcomings or your failure to it or your arriving to it, you still have some um, value in in the conversation. You still have a part in the conversation because you still have a different perspective. No, I, and I agree. But I, I guess my point is that the whole influence and motivation thing that they influenced me to want to do something for myself. Mm-hmm. But it was motivation to hurry up and make it happen. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I'm at the table with y'all. I'm talking about, but I want to talk about rings, too. And I gave him that analogy. And then a week later, boom, he got his business. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I and I told him on the phone, I said, we got rings now, bro. You know what I mean? Now it's time to, to get multiple rings. You know what I'm saying? Getting people working for our business and get ourselves known. And So, to your point, yes, you're absolutely right. I had something to offer. But if people are going to influence you and motivate you, um, just just make sure that it's something that's on your list already. I, I already want to do something for myself. I ain't start a business because it's like, well, because they got one. I'm at the table and I ain't talking about it. It was that, but because I wanted to do it anyways. So to like give some light to what you're saying is like in my situation of being divorced, somebody said to me is it's all about transparency over here. Y'all. I don't have, I can't, what they said was, I don't have a good picture of marriage around me. I don't have a, a good image of what a healthy marriage looks like around me. So tired of that shit. And what they said was, um, to me, and I, they didn't mean any harm, and I don't think they knew what they said was. I mean, look at you. You were divorced. What what can you say? And that took me back. Yeah. And that kind of like made me silent for a while with speaking up about my process of what happened, not not what happened of my lessons learned through that process, because what can I say? I'm divorced. If if you look at the success of what marriage is at the end, you looking for happiness and family and everything's good and how you move forward and how that. But sometimes your lesson or what you to learn from it is an end. Yeah. And we miss that sometimes, and that made me not lose my influence, but try to stop talking about it. But actually, our pastor, Frank Harris, said... Um, boop, boop, shoot the gun. <laughs> shoot that little tutu you have. Boop, 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 That's how much we love our pastor. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but what, our, what he said to me one day was, no, you you probably have the best Biggest advice yes. out of out of everybody. Exactly. Because you know where what went wrong and why, instead of some people that have horrible marriages but it looks good on the outside and they're just giving you that side of 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 it looking good and that and that's what you said the right people around you that's what gave me the sound again to even have something to say because i have the best advice not best but i have a a different out outspect that's that one one right. Who wants you how to spell that (laughs) one? I was gonna let you have it though. Don't judge us, y'all. Y'all better judge your neighbor. Yeah. And your ex-girlfriend with the new ex-boyfriend. Uh, no, no. Nah. And her waist trainer. <laughs> and her waist trainer. That she wearing at the BP. Let me get 502 with a waist trainer and some slipping in and a 50 cent juice. I hate y'all helpers. I could not stand y'all helpers. Yeah, but, and, and that's the thing, like, you have to be careful because everyone has a, a type of influence. Yeah. And if you're, if you're an influencer or if you're a person that has a message to share, don't let people silence yeah. you. Even if it's not what they want to hear, you don't know how it's helping. Just like me posting that picture. I didn't know that that meant so much to that girl. And it was just like, I was just, 
I was under the influence, just having fun, and I but, think Shay took the picture. But the, a good point of that, a good point of that to, to mention is that that's why it's it's, it's important to and shout out to uh, Reverend James Hayes because he used to talk about stuff like this. Um, it's it's important to check how you live because you never know who's watching you and who you're influencing. Okay. So you got to check how you live and what you do. So as much as y'all be talking about, I don't care if people think about me. You should. You definitely should. Because you got to leave this earth one day, mm-hmm. and they got to say some things about you. And you, what you wanted to say, that you, you was a snob your whole life, and, and you wasn't shit, and you was mean, and you didn't treat people right. You got to check how you live, man, and watch, because that's important. So just piggybacking off what you said. It's important to watch how you live, because people watching you. But that's the thing, though. So what lim- it almost gives you limitations, like what you were saying. So are you, do you change to just be what you're influencing or I'm so or, glad you asked. or your purpose are you still pushed are you just to push your agenda not your agenda but what you found as your agenda are you just to post or portray that or are you gonna be shout out authentically to, you shout out to nick cannon because i think this is a, a good time to reference him yeah you have to be you in moderation but in moderation you gotta people gotta realize i'm i'm freaking human bro you know what i mean like so to answer your question and why i shot him out because now everybody hating him Something he did, he messed up, whatever pissed people off. But he's strong enough in himself to understand, like, I messed up, I'm human. I'm me, though. But you have to be you in moderation. I can't drink around everybody, muff. Everybody can't handle that. You know what I'm saying? Uh-oh. So so me not drinking around some people might influence them to stop drinking. You know what I mean? I know that may sound weird. but So the point is to be you in moderation. You live for a little bit of both. I live to influence people. But I don't base my life walking out the house every day like I'm finna... I gotta not. I gotta not do this because I'm influencing people. No, nah, bro, I'm human. I'm me in moderation. The barbershop get a side of me that the job don't get. The job get a side of me that the, the house don't get. But the house get a side of me that nobody might not get. You know what I'm saying? Me in moderation. So I can only deal with you in moderation. A, a, a little bit of both. Like I said, I mentioned Nick Cannon because it's just like people forget that he's human and that he just got to be him in moderation. What, what he said on his own show was him. That was him, his own opinion. But that's the thing. It, tra- it and I, I support Nick Cannon. I support him as a person and his artistry and his humanness. But at the same time, people are gonna hold you to yeah. what you put out there, and it's like, how do you? It, where's the balance in that? Because I'm done with people that hold themselves to hold me to stand it down, hold to themselves. I'm, I'm okay. no longer. I'm straight but, on that. But it's it's hard because people put you on these pedestals that you don't even That's my know point. that you're on. And it's, well, not for Nick Cannon's sake because he's a public figure, right. but ourselves, people hold us accountable or accountable for things and we don't even know. Yeah. So you put something on me that I was just in a fluke one day and said or in a fluke and just was, but it just happened the, to be me. And now you hold me to a standard of that. But here's the irony though. That, that might be who the person is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't. That's why I say you got to be comfortable. Cause that might have been what he. Like this is how this is how I feel about the whole Nick Cannon thing, right? I don't agree or disagree. I was listening to it like I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's just opinion, though. So what? He gave us opinion about something. Who the hell cares? Who cares? And I tweeted this. Uh, and I paraphrased because I don't remember it. They what? Because of his, his, his public figuring them. Yeah, I just made that word up. Oh. But but I, I mentioned this on, on my Twitter. Um, and I, I don't remember word from word, but I, 
I think I think it's ironic that white people, I mean that blacks can't even talk about racism or systematic racism, but white people can act on it. And the moment we mention it, it's just now we can't. Now shout out to D.L. Hughley because he 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 basically said in a nutshell that we got to get out of this canceling people thing. We just cancel people and we never hear why they said stuff, why they did it, their take on. It. We just cancel them, so now we don't hold them accountable. We don't get the reasoning behind it. Uh, we just stop. We just hope, you know. We just leave them right there. Oh, I, I think it's insane that blacks can't talk on systematic racism or any other hate shit. Pardon my French. I majored in English. Hate ship. That's what he said. Yet whites can fully act upon the words wrong either way. I'm just saying that was my tweet. I think I I think it just don't make sense. That you know, but whatever. We got sidetracked. But I guess it's well, I did. well. It's kind of it's based on. The society. So I feel like it was more like a one up. It was more like a less a even thing. And I don't think that people were really offended. I think that they I'm not going to say people were really offended. I think it was the the prime opportunity for them to have something to the not timing. retaliate. The but yeah, that, but they had something to come back on. Like they arguing about this, but listening to what they're saying. Yeah. And it was the perfect time yeah. for them to just get back at us. And it not get back at us but it was the perfect timing for that to come out for um due to what's happening right now with the with the state of our country yeah but it wasn't i don't i'm not gonna say it's fair or unfair i believe that he stood for what he said he didn't uh, meant to offend anybody but because you were offended his apology was given accepted canceling him is not fixing the problem because there's no accountability but even but this is but but people are doing that because <laughs> because brother, they're doing that because of our topic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody else is doing it, so they they just influence to be like, y'all cancel the cannon or forget them then. But nobody. But here's here's where I, I draw the line. He may have meant that shit, and he's entitled to feel that way. But all because he's Nick Cannon. If Brandon said it. Well, nobody gave a damn. I ain't nobody. Nobody, ain't nobody following me. I ain't a public figure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like this. This whole like, it's it's all about the stuff, man. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. the influence of it all. Yeah. It's the like you said. It's the audience of who it went to. And my thing is, why was they listening to Nick Cannon anyway? Or were they even listening to him? Or did somebody just put it out there? Somebody it, put it, was it on out his there. Show. I know it was on. It was on, on his podcast. Park, yeah. But my thing is, half the people that are canceling him never watched his show. Never. Don't even know what what he said. People haven't even watched the segment. No, they didn't even listen to the whole thing. They took that one line out and threw the rest of it away. But I I don't agree or disagree. But he made good points too, though. White people are fearful of us for whatever reason. No reason. You know what I'm saying? But whatever. It don't. Muff. What? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. That's why I said they can act on it, but we can't even talk about it. Mm-hmm. They, I mean? And then that's the thing that we base our company on our our rights and the amendments of freedom of speech. And then they take it away. You can have freedom of speech up until this point. And at this point, yeah. jump off the bridge. I, and I know this sounds weird, but I, I think they're trying to... I know this sounds real weird. They're trying to draw a line between freedom of speech and freedom of opinion. You can say what you want to say. Just don't 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 tell me your opinion on it, though. You can say what you want, but don't offend everybody yeah. because yeah. it's one word that'll throw you off. Sit down. 
sit down now. Yeah. Sit your ass down. Yeah. And it, 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 it's still how you perceive it because yep. I was raised on sit your ass down yeah. where you was raised on sit down, please. I tell my kids all the time to sit their ass down. But I'm just saying the first time, not the second time. It was just that little thing, that little one word Thank you, parents. will will subject you to be offended. And yeah. that's the influence of how you were raised. Your how you were raised plays a part in it. And then also your political stance plays a part in it. And like um, how they say certain things about black people, you put us all in one box based on what? What are you basing it on? Yeah. Um, all light skins all, are put in the same box. They are on what? All light skinned people are, <laughs> ooh, y'all are one in the same. But that's but another segment. Except <laughs> for Muffy. Muffy, you don't I, count. You no, kind of. No, no, you, not I don't know today. what you are, but you just don't not count because I love you. Not on today. My mama told me I was black, so I'm going to go but with that. But she light skinned. No, she not. But I still think you are a sweetheart. <laughs> you hear me? I think you're. So, Muff, what would you, before you get to your, your blue heart moment? And close out. What would you leave? What would you leave today with, or give people about influences and the importance of it, of being influenced and influencing? First and foremost, everyone has their power to influence. You're influencing even if you don't know, because it's a, your children, your character, your attitude, your beliefs. Everything leaves off of an influence. So check how you live. So always check how you live. Two, make sure what you. If your social media is different from what you live, that's fine, too. Just be honest yep. and make sure that you first everything should hit you first before it hits somebody else. No doubt. So make sure you're touching yourself before. Oh, dang. That's not really. Ooh, get <laughs> make sure it Thank hits you, you first before it hits somebody else. Another thing is always consider your audience, consider your audience and then consider what people are giving back to you. And if you're looking at something See where you fit into that. Don't make that your standard. Yep. Find you in it and find where you're supposed the way that you're supposed to get to something. But don't always follow things as if that's who you are or that's what you should be because you don't see the other side of it. You don't know that the people hurt. Remember what Steve Fertig said. It's your view of what they're showing you because everyone's not exposing everything. We're only showing you the good part yeah. or the really bad. Yeah. It's none of the, the in between stuff. That's why I try to live off transparency. And I, I will also say to piggyback off that, that in, in all of that, you still have to be you in moderation. It's, it's okay to say what you feel and mean what you say, but you still have to be mindful of hurting people, True. people that follow you. Mm-hmm. It's, there's a way to say what you, what you mean and, and what you want to say Learn how to articulate it. Black people learn how to articulate. I feel like that was directed to me, but go ahead. No, I'm not. I know. I'm, I'm just no. talking junk. But and, and I say black people because I ain't never been white. I can only speak from, <laughs> for, you know what I'm saying? Good from, night. I've been black for 29 years. But, toot, toot, toot. I'm shooting at them. We, we, we lose ourselves sometimes because we have valid points and we're right, dead on right. But we don't know how to articulate our points. We think cussing and yelling be it. That ain't it. Because my volume's louder than yours. Yeah, no doubt. And it get, but then other people feel like once you do that, I ain't giving you nothing now. I'm not giving you what I owe you or what you want because now you lost me. So to piggyback, I'm just saying in all of that and, and being influenced and influencing people, still be mindful of who's listening and who's watching you. Learn how to articulate your points and your words. Yeah, man, and be better. Let's be better. Muff, close us out with the blue. Is it blue heart moments or blue moments? It's blue moments, sir. By, by the, okay, day. by the end of this season, I promise you, he's gonna figure it out, and then next season, he's gonna change it again. Okay. So don't don't worry. It's okay. I like the moment anyway. <laughs> and close us. Oh, be so, sure to follow us on H underscore O U R Opinion 
Instagram page. Please Boom. follow us, follow us, follow us. And then, um, so our blue hearts. Look, that's how I messed up fooling with him. Our blue moments of today is, um, well, if you don't know, this is our second episode. So what blue moment is, is I have a whole, um, my whole life right now, my, my purpose, my, my drive right now is hashtag blue hearts. And that basically is just a saying that, um, no matter how high we are, as high as the sky or how low we get as low as the river or how rippled it may be as as an ocean or a lake that we are still to pursue what God has for us and if we stay the course we're going to make it through you just got to stay the course and keep focused so my blue moment of today is based on influence know who you are that's it that's that's it it, it has it's always going to be something that's pulling you one way or another way. But if you find that foundation that I had lost previously and you find it and stay to your foundation, you may sway here and there. You may pick up different things, which is fine, but you have to know who you are. Even though, like I said, my blue moment is about, you know, the transparency of you're going to have some ups and you're going to have some downs. But if you have that one piece that keeps you through, it doesn't matter what people are trying to influence on you or what the market is, the world is, what they're trying to validate your life to be. You always have that standard of who you are, who your soul intentions to be. So that's my blue moment of today. But before we go, I just have one thing to say. Our sister's always here with us. Boop, 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 say Shay is always here with us. We love her more than anything. I love you. And um, I have been talking to Brandon or B, I'm sorry, about us loving on her more. Like she's not on our podcast, but she's always here. She's going to be here. She supports us. She's handling some things behind scenes, but I wanted to gift her something. And B came up with an idea. So um, first of all, I don't know you in the gift giving part. I don't know <laughs> what you like or don't like. I had to tell him like you can't go down the laundry aisle at grocery stores and then start. She's a like, woman that don't like smell. He was like, "What? What?" He had no idea. I said she almost dies there, so it can't be anything that smells like weird or whatever. She'll have that to do that so herself. Depressed. You would be a dope girlfriend though, because I ain't got never buy nothing. That would be so. That oh is my dope. god! Is, so listen, oh this is the best, the best thing I thought of. Is this picture on the episode? So our next episode will be bam, featuring our bam, sister bam. Shay. <laughs> our first feature will be Shay, aka Pooter. I tell y'all that story next episode. And she will be um giving us the topic. So Ooh. we'll be looking to see what she has now, for I us. Know that part. So My be friends. excited about that. So you get to meet our sister. She's um she's the best. She's strange like the rest of us. We all have our different things that we bring to it. Um she's the part of the I was gonna say triad, but that sounds so inappropriate. Triangle, no sailboat no whatever she's a part of us so next week we'll see you then make sure you tune in thanks for stopping by today and we'll talk to you soon appreciate y'all